Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Free, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're every Tuesday, we're here every Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. You keep sending, we keep talking. Any issue, relationships, roommate strife, parent issues, anything you want, we'll talk it out. And you gotta keep coming back and keep spreading the word. Tell a friend. Tell a coworker, tell a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. I like that we got a chilled out Tuesday episode. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, make it your story, Instagram story. Feather my nuts. Feather my nuts. Another number one hit. Another number one hit. We do it every week. Need you to feather my nuts. It feels good. Anytime you make it your Instagram story, that's the number one. It goes, here's the list. It goes, you passionately telling a close friend, you, that's number one, because a referral like that, you can't purchase. That is feather those nuts. Then the second one is you making your Instagram story. Wow, I'm listening. It's so funny. Ta- feather and, those nuts. And tagging a bitch, tagging one friend that doesn't listen. Then it's feather yep. those nuts. Then it's just regular Instagram story snap screenshot. That's number three. Feather those nuts. And then it's tweet. I would say Facebook post is number four. Feather those nuts. Because that's a community of people that you're like more likely to know. And then number five is tweeting a quote from the episode tagging me. Feather those nuts. And then six would be running out into the street and just screaming J Train. Feather those nuts. And it feels good. It feels like I'm walking outside on a misty fall day right around Halloween. I'm walking out, and then I just drop my pants, and my balls hanging out of the back are just getting a little trickle, tickle, tickle of moisture. That's what it feels like. That's what it feels like when you spread the word of this show. So keep doing it. Keep getting it out to the, getting the word out. Um, announcement time. We got... We got dates, okay? Tonight, I'm in Boston. There might be tickets left. Tomorrow, Philadelphia, tickets are left. Friday, New York City. Uh, This is the big town hall show. Very special guest has been confirmed. I hope it stays that way. Um, Come on out. Bring the crew. Going to be a blast. And then, as for me, where am I going after that, okay? Huntsville, Alabama. Thanksgiving weekend. That's what it looks like. 29th and 30th of November. Um, And then we're coming to the West Coast with the U Up Live. So LA, San Francisco, uh, Seattle, 
Portland, Vancouver, Houston, Dallas, Austin, Phoenix. So if you're in any of those cities, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. Very excited about today's guest. I'm pumped about this. A first timer on the show. That's right. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. A new guest. Joe DeVito! <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Oh, this is this is very exciting. I'm very excited to have you. It's, there's some people that I'm like, this took too long, and I'm happy that you're here finally. We've known each other for so long. Back, we used to be the only two guys at the duplex who were not gay. I love... I, I think back so fondly of the duplex years, yeah. as weird as that is to call them those. It was, was a fun time. It was a fun time. So for the listeners at home, um, you know, when you do comedy in New York, there's open mics and you just want to go work on material. And an open mic fucking sucks in New York, okay? <laughs> there's no way around it. Um, it's, it's too open. It's too open. It, that's it that's to, a really good be, way to put it. They need to uh, become more exclusive to There's keep no, out the crazy people. Well, that's the kind of the beauty of the duplex, Mike, yeah. is that there was a certain barrier to entry, an invisible barrier, yeah. because it was a gay bar. Um, I so, like to call it the ass ceiling. The, <laughs> the ass ceiling, that's right. Um, it's due to the ass ceiling, and because duplex is actually a famous gay bar, Yeah. Um, and... A friend of ours, mutual friend of ours, Michael Brill, funny comic. He's been on this show way back when. Mm -hmm. He would have a mic while you had a mic. So it was like, and then anything you said that he could make fun of you or jump off from, he would take it and run. Yeah, if you started sucking, he would. you'd hear his voice going, okay, all right. And then he'd just start counting. It was, I mean, overall, it was a pretty positive place, but if you weren't good, that, that you found out quick. And if you weren't, able to go with it like yeah. and i think like some people were when they saw that he was on the mic and that the audience didn't necessarily look like the audience that they were used to what i like yeah. uh, then they would go i'm not dealing with that i'm not going to that open mic and oh yeah and which was great for us because now get away the miserable people that go to open mics often we're like, I don't want to go to that. I want to go and tell my truth, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, even the crazy people there were a nicer variety of crazy people. Totally. But it would be fun every now and then you would see someone, I don't know if they looked it up online, that sure. it just was an open mic, and they'd go in there and it would be like like a fat Italian Vinny from Staten Island <laughs> doing very <laughs> racist, homophobic <laughs> jokes, and you just just everyone turning on them. It would be yeah. great. But you, I was concerned for you sometimes because you would almost get raped on the way to the, to the microphone. <laughs> People were very inviting of me. Yeah. I, I felt very pretty when I would be at that mic. I felt it's very... Nice. I, was, I took it as a comment. I, I also... What I liked about a gay bar experience, a gay show, and, you know, it's funny, like comics... There's so many times that people get in trouble for jokes that we forget. Comedians are around the most diverse people. Yeah. We're around more diversity than anyone, I think. Especially in New York. You Especially. Just, you'll, you'll just go to a show where... It, 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 I don't like the shows where it's created to be that way, where no, it's manipulated. I'm with you. I like where you just show up and everybody's so different and everybody's yeah. got a different take. And... But the thing is, so we talk about these shows. We go, yeah, it's a gay crowd. We're just saying that because that's what it is. Like, yeah. It's like when they say, oh, I do a lot of urban rooms. Mm. People will be like, what? That sounds bad. And you're like, no, there's a whole group of shows yeah. that are, are black shows. 
You know, yeah. <laughs> like I, I always tell people, you never do a show in a black room and leave thinking, I wonder how I did. Because <laughs> you can find out quick. <laughs> well, that's the thing. This is <laughs> what you're speaking to is the funny, to me, the funniest part about comedians getting in trouble for like bad jokes or yeah. being or being wrong. It's like you're talking about have it. You're making fun of a black room because you've done them. I've done it. I, I enjoyed in, them. I, I and what they tell you for the listeners at home, what they tell you when you do a black room is that you will bomb and kill harder than you've ever done on both sides. There's no, There's no middle between. ground. Yeah, because it's so humbling that there have been times where doing a black show where just walking to the stage, I could tell, oh, it ain't gonna happen. Yeah. and they they will the audiences will just start doing other shit while you're on stage, yeah. talk, looking at their phones and talking and it, ordering it's, food. Yeah, it's, it's not even like anger. They're just like, okay, you're just done. done. You're irrelevant. You're done. We're yeah. done. And for a gay room, and especially with the duplex, everyone there is somewhat of a performer. Yeah. So you have to perform in front of the performers. You yeah, have to. You got to bring it. You got to bring it. So I always enjoyed that about the duplex, Mike. Is that oh, this is. As close to a real show as it can be. Yeah, that was a place where I felt like if a, a new bit got over there, it was a, probably not just a bit that was going to be good, but really good for me. That was yes. probably a bit that was in my voice. In your voice, and also like one that is going to do well in big rooms yeah, and yeah. big places. Yeah, and it was value to it. It was really totally. worth it. Totally. So, uh, but I love doing that open mic, and it mm. kind of, you know, thing, these are the ebbs and flows of. Of comedy where it's like sometimes things have their moment where you're yeah. like this is everyone I know there and it's fun and then people stop going and it's uh it is and then there was like somewhat of a reunion but for a sad yeah when this the f- person who started a poppy Kramer passed away she passed it, it away very sad yeah very sad but then they did an event in her honor to like yeah. bring back the duplex open mic a little bit and that was just fun to see all the old characters it, it, it was although I have to say as I get older things like that um they're starting to bum me out because okay. when I see people I realize wow so-and-so looks old and then <laughs> then it dawns on me I haven't seen them in 12 years yeah. I haven't seen them in 15 years <laughs> yeah it's a long time yeah. I, it, and it had been a long time, so I'm yeah. super pumped to have you here. All of you need to go follow Joe. He's fantastic. He's hilarious. At Joe DeVito Comedy on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. Go follow. Go support. You also have a special out. I do. It's um, If you go to drybarcomedy.com and you download the app, you can watch all the specials for free. And Dry Bar Comedy is something that I've been... I, I've heard about, but yeah. I don't know. I know it's clean comedy. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's a... a a platform for clean comedy specials mm. and they tape them in Provo, Utah in front so, of so uh, they Mormons. Say, so in front of Mormons. So yeah. they say to you, Joe, you submit or something. You say, hey, I yeah. want to do a clean comedy special for you, Dry Bar Comedy. And then they go, come on out to Utah. We're taping. Yeah, is was, that really what it is? It, well, you know, what's funny is that they get these tremendous um, views. So a lot of people who, it's not just it's clean huge. comics now. I, I, I've seen the view counts on yeah. Facebook. It's like, Mine over in a million and a half for three clips. That's fucking crazy. crazy. Yeah, so it's um, so what's going on now is the word is out. So comics who don't usually work clean sure. are putting together clean specials just for that. Uh, and it was, wow. a, it was a fun experience because you know I, I do enough corporate and yeah. private events that for me to do my act clean is not. That's I, not I, the I'm issue. Not, yeah, it, it for me it was more. Um, you can't. He said you can't, but they prefer you don't talk about. They say, don't disparage marriage, which I thought was funny because all you're going to hear me is bitching about being <laughs> single. But also you have to keep in mind, like, no drinking jokes, no pot jokes. Oh, it's, wow. It makes you realize, like, what a disgusting, degenerate 
culture we are. That <laughs> yeah. Take away all my child molestation jokes. What do you mean? I, I have nothing. <laughs> and also, but it also, you're like, it's kind of like, uh, and I'm sure this isn't the case when you tape it because yeah. you're, what people don't, you know, context is important to any comedy show. Mm. So like the idea that you're in a room where they're expecting clean, fun comedy that doesn't yeah. have, they, you know, part of the fun of that, of going to that show is knowing that you're protected a little bit. Yeah, because it's uh, the number one thing I hear from, well, the number two thing I hear from audiences is they don't like it in general if they just come to a comedy club and it's too X-rated. Mm -hmm. The number one thing is they don't want the comics to pick on them. Yeah. And if you look at what a lot of comics do, they think it's to be filthy yeah, and to yeah, shit yeah, on yeah. the audience. Sure. And it's, it's very different because... Don't be rude. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mr. President's right. Because people don't... Um, they don't want to hear that shit. And I see it too much in New York where someone thinks crowd work is just asking questions and being a dick. And it's not, it's boring and it's not entertaining. It's not entertaining. I mean, I host a lot. So when you host, there's a level of like getting everyone on the same page Rapport. to be able to send, you know, to tell the jokes. And what I love about the dry bar, you know, comedy special is like, you don't even have to do that because they're there. Like you, I would assume yeah. there's a thinking of like, oh, I can't do my fuck marriage jokes and yeah. i'd be like oh man i'm losing my i'm losing my best move and then you get there and they're going no we like all the other moves it kind of frees you a little bit yeah i think um sometimes having a little bit of um i, I don't know if i want to say restriction but a little bit of uh guidelines to what you're doing i find it's easier to prepare the material yeah because you can you can focus and also you know i think it's something i read uh, an interview with kathleen madigan and mm. they asked why do you work clean like it's such a bizarre choice and sure. she said because i like to make money and i like to be on tv yeah and he just <laughs> you know I, I two good reasons two good reasons yeah and i think you see especially at the lower level see everybody thinks of the the edgier and more uh, aggressive types of comics, they only think of the ones who are good at it. Sure. But oh, my God. There's a lot of bad. There are shitbags who yeah. are just, they think just being gross is funny. And of course, the shock value the of shock it. The shock value. And yeah. it, it's very hard to be shocking now because everything's been done in that department. Absolutely. It's like, uh, I don't do as many comedy podcasts now, mm. but like doing ones with people who are like, it was so crazy. The sh stuff they'd offer up without like any... Yeah, like, I was having sex with a girl in the ass, and she farted, and I thought I was gonna puke. Yeah, and it, was yeah. Like, it only lasts so we've, long. We've only been recording for two minutes. <laughs> yeah, and you're yeah. Throwing two minutes out in, there. you're like, let me tell my shit dick thing. It, exactly, it's and just like, that's just strong open. That's the wit. Yeah, and, and the hey, everybody do whatever you want, but it's always those guys who spend the rest of their time bitching about how no one will book them. And when you tell them, you're not doing anything anybody wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, can't, yeah, yeah. you know, it, I tell them, look, you want to be an artist, go right ahead. But there's a reason why it's called starving artists. Yeah. <laughs> you want to make some cash, you have to provide value. Pro provide value. And that is something that's provided Joe DeVito's comedy specials on drybarcomedy.com, right? Yeah, and you download the app and it's free. And you can watch free. it. Free. And, and also, the cool part about that is I get a lot of people that are like, hey, can my parents come to the U Up Live? Can, my, yep. can I come with my family? And it's like, this is something, especially we're heading towards the holidays. Yep. You're going home. You're going to have to sit and look at these fucking people. <laughs> hey, why don't you throw on Joe DeVito's comedy special? That's and you're guaranteed to one laugh and two be able to make eye contact with your parents afterwards yes you will get the one laugh i guarantee you'll that get a at least a single a that's single what, laugh. well this is the thing we can guarantee it's free what the that hell you much want from me? it's free comedy bar uh doc uh, dry bar comedy. dry bar comedy.com dry bar comedy.com at 
Joe DeVito on Instagram, uh, Joe DeVito Comedy on Instagram and Twitter. Let's do some emails. You ready? Sure, yeah, I'd love to. Let's take some emails. Uh, very excited to have Joe here. You're a single guy. You're older single guy. Yeah. I, and I feel comfortable saying that because I've seen your act. Yeah. So there's no, way, there's the, no way around it. This is the topic of... It, it, it informs of, of, who I am. And it forms, you know, the comedy. Yeah. What, how is, what do you use to date? And, and like, what are you, how are you getting out there? I am Because we it. do get emails from yeah. people. We get a lot of female mm. emails, you're going to say. Yeah. And... Similarly, in, in a similar position where they're like, I'm older, I don't, you know, how do I meet people? We had, I remember we had a woman that was like, where do I go to meet people? Mm. Where do you go to meet people? Well, my situation obviously is different because I have live shows. and You're out at night. Yeah, and, yeah. Keep, and you know, it's a strange thing when you're a comic that people see you at your best. They see you at, uh, in your seat of power. They see you controlling a room. They mm -hmm. see, especially for, in modern times, what other ways are there for a man to prove? <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, especially for somebody like me. Who, you can't you, kill a lion anymore. I, I'm yeah. not exactly a Viking. No, no, no. But they can see you in control in, in a social situation. So I am able to date women that I meet through comedy. But sure. I'm kind of done with the apps. Um, I think... The past two years, I've been really reevaluating this shit. Turning fifty fucked me up. Like it, the midlife, really? oh, the midlife crisis is faux real, man. What What about turning fifty? Do you start thinking of like, do I want to end up with someone? Do I want you know? Do you in relation to dating? What it, it, it's an overall feeling of time is not an unlimited quantity, mm. and you but you really understand it. It's different. Like you can understand it. Uh, in a clinical sense, but once you turn 50, you start to, you know, I don't want to be too much of a bummer, but sure. the generation ahead of you starts to die. And you yeah. see sometimes, like, I think for guys my age, it was when um, MCA from the Beastie Boys died. Okay. And it wasn't an overdose and it wasn't a car. It was, it was just, just he got a shitty disease and he yeah. died. And you're like, oh, fuck. You, it, what are yeah. you going to do? So it's, it's the sense of it is, not it, fucking around. Yeah, that's interesting because I never thought of it as like, you know, you're looking at 60-year-olds remembering them as 30-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah, like you're like, oh, that guy was the 34-year-old when I was 24. Yes, you know, yes, you're, you're, yes. you're not thinking ne of them as 60-year-old. That's why it's always mm. weird that they have the picture of the person when they're old when they die. Yeah. Why don't they have the picture of them when they look the best, how everyone remembers them? Yeah, I guess it's a question of if you believe in heaven when you get there, I hope it's you're at your peak. You're 25, just killing it. Like, what if I get there and I'm, it's me at age 14 with giant glasses <laughs> and, and a mullet? It's, <laughs> it's horrible. Like, really, it's not really that's hell, it. I think. I think it's that's hell. Yeah, yeah. you can tell. <laughs> what, but I, I, I do understand where it's like you're looking at the guy from the Beast Boys. You're like, I remember him. In my mind's eye... I see him as a beastie boy. He was a boy. He yeah. was not, they were not the beastie men. Yeah, no. Yeah. And then, yeah, so you, you look at things like that and... We are sponsored, people. Fab Fit Fun, Fab Fit Fun. The 2019 Fab Fit Fun Winter Box is now on pre-sale. Talk about the general experience of receiving the box. Well, listen, I love Fab Fit Fun because of how it works with your brain. And I know that's a weird way to go, but you're going to listen to me. Okay, when you go into Sephora, when you go into CVS, Walgreens, Walmart, wherever you go and get these body type things, these kind of quote unquote luxury items, you say, I don't deserve it. I don't know if I'll even like it. I don't want to buy something that I'm never going to use. That's the beauty of FabFitFun. They send you a box 
of curated, amazing products that are for fitness, lifestyle, beauty, and you get to have a bunch of them and see what you like. I give it to my girlfriend all the time, and she goes through it like a raccoon. She's throwing away the things she doesn't want. She's taking the things she does want. She's trying the things she doesn't know. And then every time she gets through a different item, ooh, ah, it's the perfect gift. It's the perfect thing to buy for yourself. And they do pre-sale right now because the winter boxes go the fastest because of holidays. And this is the time of year you're giving and giving to yourself. So listen, I need you guys to go and get the free money. FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box with full-size, let me repeat that, full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. So this is the thing. It retails for $49.99 but always has a value of over $200. The reason they can do that is because they're buying a bunch of it and they know they're going to get rid of it because you're going to get the box and they're going to be able to get you some great prices on it. Wholesale, baby. So use coupon code JTRAIN, that's JTRAIN, that's JTRAIN, for $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com. That's FabFitFun.com, FabFitFun.com. Promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN. This is the perfect, perfect gift, perfect gift for yourself to get yourself out of the rut, to get yourself some new products that are going to help your life, and to see what the stuff you don't like, too, because they're going to send you some stuff that maybe you like it, maybe you don't, but you're going to find something new to make a part of your life. FabFitFun.com, promo code JTRAIN. I felt like an old man last night. I, I had, How uh, old are you now? 34. So oh, yeah, you're, you're, I'm, you're I'm an adult. I'm no an way adult. around it. I am an adult. There's no question. Um, but I, I was out for dinner with my girlfriend, and we order the... We're like, basically, we were, I had a show, and then we are like, let's go out and get something to eat. Let's have a nice okay. night. So we're like diving into a nice night thing. We find a restaurant with a nice bar. We get two glasses of wine. Yeah. They come in the nice wine glasses. We're like, okay, we're in on this restaurant. Yeah. We order like the tapas section. We get like a few of the you know plates. And we're like, we're going to get a few plates and then we're going to get some stuff later on. That, like we're really digging in for like sure. three hours at this bar. Yeah. And I'm cool with that. That's that's a fun night for You're, me. You were literally making a meal of it. Making a meal of it. So get glass of wine one. We're sitting there drinking, having fun. The the small plates come. Glass of wine two. Then we're like, I'm like, do you want to get some more food? She's like, yeah, let's get some. Let's let's really be fat fucks, right. you know? So we're like, we're going to order like two pastas to share. And we're the bartender. We're at the bar. The bartender's all the way at the other end of the bar. And we're like. I'm like, this guy doesn't see us. Yeah. And I don't like to wave at a bartender. I know that's not the <laughs> right way to go. Yeah. But like, we're looking at him. I'm like looking over, like doing the head side to side thing where you're just trying to like let him yeah. know that I'm a, hey, I'm getting a little antsy over here. They haven't checked in. How are the, how are the tapas? Oh. They haven't checked in on anything. And I'm at a certain point, it's now six minutes and I'm being generous. It could have been 10 Let's say it's six. You are a grown-ass man with this story. I, right? Bad customer service. I'm. This is what I'm realizing. You can't have a meal without drama. No drama. Yeah, I got to have some drama. But so I start going. <laughs> so then I start waving. I start waving. The bartender is literally doing the thing that annoys me, though. He's like rubbing a glass down with a, a napkin. Cheers style. Yeah, like, and, I'm yeah. Like, and I'm like, he's not even doing anything. And he's talking to another guy. Uh. Who's working there? Not even a, a patron. That's like something you see in an actor's workshop. 
Yes. Yes. He's uh, the, let's set the scene. You're He's cleaning the glass. You're talking to that guy. I'm so I'm waving. Yeah. Now Jess is next to my girlfriend. She's going. She's like, yeah, this is ridiculous. Now she's on board. She's ah, like, this okay. is ridiculous. So now you're two old farts. So now we're two old farts. <laughs> now she starts waving. She starts waving her hands. Yeah. I'm Get going, a life, Jews. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is the most <laughs> Jewish story ever. She's And then she's looking at me. This is when you start to sound like two old Jews. She goes, this is ridiculous. This Get is life, ridiculous. Jews. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and, and I'm going, I, I, and I'm going, I know. I'm not crazy. Now you're questioning your own sanity. Yeah. We should have just seen Hobson Shaw. We should have just gone to Hobson <laughs> Shaw. <laughs> so, you need the explosions to, yeah, to get to, this out of your system. To get his attention. Yeah. So finally he comes over. We're like, hey, man. We, it's been, and then she, Jess goes into full Jew mode. Yeah. She goes, it's been 10 minutes. <laughs> the lighting is so bright. So you couldn't see us? And this draft. You're talking to someone. You, these stools. This draft. Yeah. Stool. Yeah, so then he's like, um, sorry. We're like, yeah, we want to get another glass of wine. Like, <laughs> this is only hurting you, too. You're hurting your tab. I'm it, like, it, it would have been great if he just said sorry, but we're really swamped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, things are crazier. <laughs> we just watched you have a 30-minute conversation. <laughs> so then he goes, I go, yeah, can we see a menu? Like, we're, like, looking to do more. So we order mm. two pastas, and we get them more wine. Then he comes back. Five minutes later, he goes, you guys are really going to hate me now. And I'm like, what? And he goes, kitchen's closed. We can't do the pop. Oh, That's right. fuck. That's oh, right. fuck, because he was dilly-dallying. Dilly-dallying. Now it all oh, relates. Yeah. And I'm like, and he goes, we're going to take, the, I'll take the wine off of yours. And we'll doesn't just matter. Try. And it doesn't matter. Late. It doesn't matter. <laughs> You've crossed the, the Rubicon I was, here. So this is when I knew I was an old man because I, yeah. and you don't have to be old to be old. This is a mindset. Yes. I go, my night was legitimately ruined. I was like, yeah. we didn't even, like, I was so yeah. angry. We left there, and I'm like, what are we going to do, get pizza now? Like, what are we going to do, get another? Like I'm not a gonna schmuck? Go, like a fucking idiot? Like, I'm not going to go yeah. to another restaurant now. I'm not going to go, and then I'm mad at Jess, and I'm looking at her, and I'm like, and it's like, this is like, and I was like thinking back to like my parents being in bad moods, and yeah. it's like how, like, it, when you're older, it just feels like you dig into like a meal and you're like, this yeah. is it. Especially with food. Can I explain to you what just happened? Please. Here's what happens. When you're young, you haven't been around enough to experience enough bullshit. Mm. But bullshit, it leaves a residue. Okay. Life leaves, uh, it accumulates. Okay. And the older you are, the more bullshit has accumulated. Yes. So you get to a certain age where... Something like that with your food, and food becomes really important. Mm. Anytime you make plans. Yes. When something fucks that up, you're not just mad at that, which is a relatively trivial thing. Sure. You're mad at all the bullshit that has accumulated <laughs> up until yeah. then. You know, it's like I tell people yes. when I'm in traffic, I'll start screaming, and I'm, and I'm, I'm not just screaming at the traffic, I'm screaming at prom night 1986. <laughs> like, it's, it all yes. comes back. Yeah. It's is, all there. This oh is, hell no! That was me yeah. at the bar. Yeah. Oh hell no! Especially oh, with food. Oh hell no! <laughs> because when you're young, you don't plan out meals. No, like, you just go. We're eating on the way. We'll yeah. have a slice. When on the you're way. young, you don't think of. When someone suggests dinner, you don't think of what you had for lunch and whether it's congruent with your dinner plans. <laughs> so but when you get true. older, you're like, I had shrimp two days ago. And I can't have it again. Well, that's the other thing. And I go, I had a good day. I was at the gym. Yeah. I drank all my water. Yeah. Let's have the contained meal here because I was even more annoyed that I was like. Now I'm going to go home and like have a snack? 
Like, yeah. I'm so glad this happened. Me too. (laughs) This is perfect. (laughs) Perfect for the podcast. Let's do some emails. You ready? Yeah, I'm excited. JTrainPodcast.com at Joe DeVito Comedy. At Joe DeVito Comedy. Go to my Instagram. You can follow him. I'll have him tagged. Go follow Joe. He's fantastic. DryBarComedy.com. Clean comedy. Share with your family. This is a good email for that. He chooses football over family Thanksgiving. Oh. Jared, love the podcast. I listen to it religiously and share it with friends. Willing, uh, writing in because I don't know whether I'm overreacting. I love these emails. That's, I'm going to guess yes okay. if you've written the email. But. <laughs> I've been dating my boyfriend for almost two years now. We've been pretty serious and we've talked about getting married in the near future. Marriage talk has gotten me looking at things in a different light because this might be the rest of my life. My parents... Invited us for Thanksgiving when I told my boyfriend the time we needed to be at my parents' house. He responded that that the NFL team for which he roots for is playing at that time. So he suggested we drive separately because he will be watching the game. And when it's over, drive to my parents' house, by which time he will probably be done with dinner. (laughs) My reaction, of course, was that this is ridiculous and disrespectful to my parents since he is putting the game as a higher priority than them. He doesn't seem to think there's anything wrong with it. We'd love to get your thoughts on this and advice on how to deal with the situation. Joe? That is so beautiful. Because I'm just imagining her hearing, well, my football team is playing. Ah, hell no! Oh, hell no! It's so good. Because what we have here is, even though we're hearing her side of the story, I can picture him presenting the option of separate cars as if that's a rational response. It's a very male, like, we'll just take separate cars. Yeah. No. No. Um, What could save this dude's ass is if he's the suggestion of why don't we leave a little bit earlier and then we'll watch the game when we get there it, yeah i think that's you have to you have to bargain with him on the yeah he doesn't realize how fucking stupid he's he thought he offered a legit solution yeah, so yeah, you, yeah. you're having they're having two separate conversations <laughs> yeah, right yeah. doing that hand wipe thing like dusting yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, <laughs> took care of that one. <laughs> Jared does it again. He doesn't even know she's mad at him for this. Has that's, no idea. That's how clueless he is. Because they're two years in. Yeah. It's uh, um. You know, there's there's deeper things that could be yeah. here, but I think all of us are kind of on the same page of like. He's a fucking idiot, dude. If, um, if yeah. you really wanted to get into specifics, like what is it? Two of the, like three of the teams play literally every Thanksgiving. Yeah. I know, and also, you think that I mean, also she has to realize. Okay, most Thanksgivings are ones that I would want to be a part of. If I have to hold in my farts for Thanksgiving, yeah. you have to understand that Thanksgiving at your house, whatever you are, male or female. No one wants to do that. Yeah. Everyone is used to Thanksgiving at their house with their couch and their um, untold rules of yeah, the like house. The, the cranberry sauce comes out at a certain time. Yeah, it, and, it, and that is yeah. all comforting. That's why Thanksgiving yeah. is the best holiday of them all. It's just based on gorging yourself. Gorging. It is the most selfish holiday. Yeah, there's no gifts that could go wrong. No gifts. Yeah. No even, like, all you got to do, show up and eat mm. and say thank you and please and give a hug to Nana. So, okay, that's a fair point. So she's given him a compulsory event. So we're starting with that. Yes. He, attendance is mandatory at this yes. event. Um, I think the, yeah, it's what we just mentioned. They're not having the same conversation. So she has to realize how... Mm how much of a pain in the ass it is to go to anyone's house for Thanksgiving. She's yeah. not selling the sizzle. 
You yeah. have to like <laughs> you gotta kind of sell your place. And then listen, I'm not saying she's wrong. He, first of all, he's wrong for the football excuse. Yeah. I'm not saying that he's not wrong. I'm not saying you're even overreacting. I'm saying sure. there's a better way to play this. Hey, I know you know the fan of you know what team he's a fan of if you've been together for two years. If it's a surprise, then he's just trying to get out of going to your. Or parents. like, what is he a fucking Lions fan? What yeah. the hell? <laughs> like, well, this is the thing. If you said to him, "Listen, I know the game's on." Like, you have to address the rebuttals before they can be given. Yeah, I know the game's on. I know you have this whole tradition of watching in your certain place on the couch. But you got to come to my parents. They're inviting me. I know it's on at the same time. Yeah. We're going to have the games on. We're going to have the TV room. My dad watches the team. You have to kind of sell this a little bit. Do you think if she said that suggestion of, hey, well, why don't we leave a little earlier? Like, do you think if she offers a suggestion that will help him? Because I find in a lot of male-female interactions, okay. what's particularly frustrating to me as a man mm. was the feeling of, I don't even know what you would want me to do. Yeah, This is the point. Yeah. You have to address the fact that you understand that don't do the thing where you're like, it's football. There'll be another game. No, no, no. Because no, no. diminish, diminishing him. That's don't the, yeah. diminish it his... It won't work. And also, don't diminish his Thanksgiving. Yeah. This is how... This has become a tradition for him, even though that tradition seems stupid to you. So you have to say to him, hey, we'll leave earlier. We're gonna. I'm gonna have the game on. I'll make sure we push back dinner a little bit. I'll yeah. get. I'll. I'll kind of. You know. I'll kind of make sure mom knows. I'll talk to mom and let her know. Okay, can we push it back? He loves to watch the game. Yeah. You know, like you have to be team relationship as well as team family. You can't just yeah. be. Hey, don't fuck up and mess up team family. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I think that's the way to go. And I don't think you're overreacting. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Joe DeVito at Joe DeVito Comedy Twitter and Instagram go follow go follow go follow at Joe DeVito Comedy we are sponsored people feels feels is a better way to feel better our premium CBD will keep your head clear and keep you feeling your best CBD has been proven to greatly reduce anxiety pain and sleeplessness navigating the world of CBD can be complicated it feels we look to make the process as simple as possible so you can start feeling better sooner new to CBD feels offers a Free CBD hotline and tech support to help guide you through the discovery process. No CBD is right for you. Feels hassle-free membership program is guaranteed to help you feel your best month after month or your money back. It's that simple. Ship directly to your doorstep in only a few days. Feels is the new, natural, healthy, better way to feel better. So I am actually a fan of Feels. They've sent me a couple of... uh, a couple of different versions of it, and it is great. I took it before a flight, uh, calmed me down, maybe, you know, kind of, I felt like I was going through the day. Um, you know when you take the treadmill, and sometimes you get on a treadmill where it's kind of at an incline, and you're like, man, I've ridden on treadmills before, this doesn't feel right. When I had feels, it kind of felt like the treadmill was down at a 0% incline. I was walking through the day better, I had my head on right, just felt better. And I think you guys are going to enjoy it too. So I want you guys to uh, go check out Feels and get your free money. So Feels, that's F-E-A-L-S. Feels has me feeling my best every day and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash JTrain. You'll get 50, 50 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash JTrain to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash JTrain. What if only one of you is ready for marriage? 
uh, well, then you shouldn't get married. Easy. Yeah, we can't talk about marriage. We can't talk about it? I can't, can't queen, disparage queen it. Can't disparage, <laughs> can't disparage it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, J Train. Longtime listener. I've recommended you to my friends. Uh, so, Feather Feather from Alabama. I'm coming to Alabama. That's right. Home, home on the range. <laughs> Huntsville, Alabama, Thanksgiving 28th and 29th. I'll be coming to town, jaredfreed.com now. I'm writing in because I have been with my boyfriend now for three years. He's 29, I'm 27. Both of our families are starting to ask when we are getting engaged. And I would absolutely love to marry him, but every time the subject comes up, he just gets uncomfortable and tries to change the subject. On the few occasions that I have persuaded him to ask about his hesitations towards marriage, he just says that he's not sure how to know when you have found, quote unquote, the one. Ooh. That's a tough one to hear. That's a tough um, response. It's not, hey, yeah. the money, you know. He's, you- he's kind of telling her, it ain't you. I don't like yeah. to be that negative, but... I know. I know that the movies like to make it sound like everyone just should just know. So I'm wondering if it's a bad sign that I feel confident I want to be with him forever and he doesn't feel the same about me. Is it a bad sign that we're in such different pages after being together for so long? He says I should just be patient and wait for him to decide about marriage, but my fear is that I will keep waiting for another three years, only for him to say he still isn't sure and want to, that he wants to marry me. How do you know when to keep waiting and when to give up? Have you been close? No. Never been Never close. Never been close to, to marriage. Never. <laughs> the crowd here at Feather Studios is upset. Oh, yeah. What, um, it's, and you know what? It's do you think re- about that? It's a regret. Yeah. It's a regret that I did not have that. Um, not that I'm done. I'm not sure. No, cooked. No, no. You're still <laughs> but, out there. Yeah. You're still dating. But the idea of, oh, I could have had the, the significant person and enjoying a large part of my life with them. So. Do you have other friends that are like single and 50 or like... Or I got a couple. A couple. You like, know, usually people my age who are single are, are people who've been through it and then have come out of a divorce or, or something like that. So, that, But that's a very different situation. But do you talk to them like, you know, do they regret getting married? Like in the same way that you're like, yeah, I kind of regret not getting closer to someone. Do they have that? Some or, of them do. They do? They'll tell you they love their kids and there are things about their life, but they... It's you know it's a lot of work from what I've been told. You know, I, and I, I think that listen, I'm in a relationship now. Yeah. It's 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 the most uh, it's the most I've ever cared about someone, yeah. and I I love her, and it is hard, you know, because like yeah. there's also like I think also when what I'm realizing is our arguments aren't just like like there's never a thought in my mind where I'm like when we argue I'm mm-hmm. like I'm never like. Let me just get rid of this fucking check. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I can just you think, fucking... You're thinking more, what's the solution? What's the, I'm, yeah, I'm That's looking good. for solutions. Yeah. You have to have that balance of the practicality. And I think that's, it, it, to me... A marriage decision made by two young people who are in love, they're the two last people who should be asked because they're, they're the least practical. Illogical. Yes, yeah. that's why, you know, when you look at, um, again, as I get older, I hear about things like uh, arranged marriages in other cultures, sure. and they have this tremendous success rate because those people might know something that you don't Well, know. also, they're putting aside, when there is no choice, things become a little bit simpler. Like, you know, like we were saying earlier, it narrows down. When you have fewer options, sometimes things get clarified. But, yeah, cheeseburger yeah. or hot dog? 
Those are the choices. Yeah. You know what? I didn't know it, but I was really in the mood for a cheeseburger. And that's what you're going to get. That's what you're going to get. I think, um, I hate to be a bummer, but I think if marriage, sounds like marriage is important to her, she should start developing the exit plan. Because this sounds to me like the classic example of, as a man, I've said this, when a woman asks a question and a man says, I'm not ready for that. Yeah. What the man thinks he's saying is, I don't want to do that. But what the woman yeah. is hearing is, you're not ready now, but you will be at another time, yeah. so I'll hang in there. And again, you're, two people have two different conversations, and you're, you're not going to end up with what makes you happy. Also, he, like, so, I mean, to be personal about my own life, yeah. um, my girlfriend wants to, we want to move in together. Okay. Okay? And we've started to have these conversations. I'm unsure, I'm nervous, mm. I'm anxious, but not once did I say this vague thing of, well, I don't know what the one means. You know, like, yeah. like I've always, again, back to what we were, you just said, looking for solutions. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm in the process of actually selling this apartment because I'm like, okay, if we want to move in together, I don't think this apartment is the place for us. I'm going through the process of looking, you know, there's steps. So, I, and I, I've joked around with her. She, she's like, you never open up about this. And I'm like, well, I told her, I was like, the first step for me is, is this apartment and I have to get sure. her. So like, to me, those are tangible steps. Absolutely. And so I feel like I'm working with her, even though yeah. she's like, you're closed off. I'm like, no, but I feel like this is, I'm doing real things. Well, you're when, combining a couple of stressful things. Yeah. In one decision. You've got the relationship decision, but you also have moving and selling a place and all that. Those are big yeah. lifetime decisions. And 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 but I'm working on them. Yeah. You know, when he says, I don't know what the one is, that's the same to me as saying, I don't know, you know, how, you know, that's to me as saying, you know, I don't know, magic is magic. Like I don't yeah. know, like it's not it's you're saying nothing. I think what he's telling her with that is she's a placeholder. Mm-hmm. Until, because the difference is w- with your stress about moving in and all that, but you're not stressing about moving in with this person. It's the stress of moving in with a person. Exactly. So yes. it's making it work. It's not the idea of well, if it were a different person, it would be easier. He's literally saying to her, mm. "I'm wondering if a different person might be." And it's like, also, he's not looking for the better one. He. He said to you, he's enjoying, he's got he a literally good goes, going. I don't know if you're the one, but stick around, we'll you know, find out, like, what's yeah. changing? You know, this is insanity, is doing the same thing over and over, yeah. and this is a version of that. Yeah, because, again, it's two different conversations, because he's telling her she's not the one, but she's a one, yeah. like the steak sauce, <laughs> she's good enough, but, you know, it's, yeah, yeah. and she wants the one I and it is what you're saying and I know you're saying I don't mean to be a bummer but we're kind of both getting towards I think I don't think it's you know you've been together three years and you're talking about this stuff mm. and I don't think you go to him well I think again sometimes women approach men in ways and men approach women yeah trying to sell them like a man <laughs> you know like we do this like just like the yeah. guy with the football game i'll just leave in a different car that's how you tell your buddy yeah that's not how you tell your girlfriend so in the same way when she, i don't know how she's saying it but I'm, i can only go by the email that we're given yeah she writes in her email um both of our families are starting to ask when we are getting engaged 
and I would love to marry him, but every time the subject... So the fact that you reference with me that your families are asking means that you've probably referenced it with him. Yeah. That is not the way to come at a guy about marriage. Well, because we don't like... No one likes to be pressured into something. No, and you don't like to have... Well, is the only you weren't thinking this. Your fam, you're doing this because your families are trying to force yeah. you, and they're putting the timing on you when they don't know us. Like, you know what I mean? That's tricky too because you you can't get married for any reason other than what's going on with the two of you. Because it's, yeah. it's that's why so many people. I've seen so many people ha- who would have the big wedding, the blowout mm-hmm. in their late twenties, and that marriage would last two years and it didn't matter how long they could have been dating a decade before yeah. that and the marriage would last two years and then they would regroup and they get married again and that would be the one that yeah. would be the person and and it, probably because when you get married again you're kind of done with those um with hitting those monuments. Well, because you're thinking marriage, not wedding. Yes. People think wedding, and then they wonder why things didn't work out. Well, you had a good day, and you rode around in your carriage, and you wore your fancy <laughs> outfit, but now you got to look at each other but for yeah, a while. But yeah, now, you have, now yeah. there's the person. Yeah. So I think for her, she needs to come at him in a way where answers are given a little bit better. And yeah. because right now... I don't know what the one means isn't a real answer. That's bullshit. It's she, bullshit. She, she needs to ask him something like, are you going to marry me? Yeah. And he either answers yes or no, but she has to be able to, she has to be prepared and it, and for if the you don't decision. Think, if you don't think I'm the one, then you need to go find the one. Because mm. I, I and, and if you, but right now you're being lazy about the yeah, one. He's avoiding the conflict yeah. and he's, he's, he's enjoying the, um, <laughs> the fruits of a 27-year-old woman who's at the peak of her, her sexual market value, <laughs> and he's wasting her time. We are sponsored, people. I love this sponsor, Noom. I am using Noom currently. I am using Noom to really get control of my eating schedule, and it's really helping out because every morning, it's a little nudge in your side. It's an app that's on your phone. Noom is an app. And the app, you sit there, and it's always going to – and you turn on notifications because you got to do it. If you're going to do it, why not do it? So I have the notifications on, and it says, hey, Jared, haven't logged breakfast. Hey, Jared, haven't logged your snack. Hey, Jared, have you weighed in today? It's that little thing that a coach really can't be. A coach can't be with you all the time. Noom can. And honestly – the best part about it is that these little they have these little reading things. So while I'm on the toilet, I read their little info factoid of the day, and I'm learning. And it's all really information that I need for my everyday life of being healthier. And this is all about getting your mind right to tackle your own fitness goals because that's the only way you're going to change. So, so you don't have to change it all in one day. It's small steps make big progress. And you can sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash J-Train. You really have nothing to lose. Visit Noom.com slash J-Train, N-O-O-M dot com slash J-Train to start your trial today. That's Noom.com slash J-Train, the last weight loss program you'll need. I, you got to go check it out. I, I mean, you're going to feel better. You're going to look better. And it's really all the mental stuff. I went on, let me, let me also say, I went on the, the podcast Diet Starts Tomorrow and I was talking about these people telling you, you know, that you can do mindful eating. And it's like, that's easy to say. That doesn't help you change anything. Noom is 
retraining your brain to think in a different way, to always be thinking about it, to be logging meals. I'm putting in all the foods I'm putting in, and it's all there on the app. So noom.com slash jtrain. Uh, get involved because I'm in on it right now. Jtrain podcast at gmail.com. Jtrain podcast at gmail.com. Here with Joe DeVito at Joe DeVito comedy. I want to read this one, because, but it's long. Yeah, that does. That looks long from here. It's it's oh a, oh my god! It's a long one. That's like a Google Doc, but it's about getting involved with a recently divorced guy. Mm. Mm. Dude, is it almost all women who contact? A lot you? of women. Yeah. Well, because we, men, men don't like to talk about this shit. No, right? and I yeah. think it's nice to hear two men talk openly about it. Like I think, like yeah. I think that's why a lot of women have gotten involved with this podcast. Is like. We're not judging your emails. Like, I, I understand why mm. everyone writes in. Everyone that writes in, I go, I get it. I, I would be nervous about this, too. Yeah. And then I do have, when they describe things guys are doing, I'm like, I've done a version of that. Yeah, you can see a little me in that. <laughs> yeah, right? I can see <laughs> everyone, like, pussy-ass bitch stood me up. That's the name of an email. Wow. This woman seems angry. That's uh, committing to it, committing to that anger. Pussy ass bitch stood me up. I just, oh, <laughs> hell no. Pussy ass bitch stood me up. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Get him out of here. Get him out. Get out of here. Get out of here. And it just starts, the email starts, okay, so. Oh, that's <laughs> a good one, mid like, She's mid already. Rant. You're, we're, just, we're just stepping into this yeah. flow of shit. She Matched up. Was she, she couldn't verbally write. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. couldn't. <sighs> okay, so matched up with a hot dude on Tinder and had some good conversation on and off the app. We were both clear with our intentions and made plans to meet up with his uh, in his neighborhood to visit a few bars and head back to his place after. All right. There's her first mistake. I don't think you should never... Be, when you meet someone off an app and you've never met before, there's no reason to be clear about what you want. <laughs> Like, like, like at this point, she has made it so easy for him. We're both clear about our intentions, made a plan to meet up in his neighborhood, visit a few bars, and go back to his place after. So now he's done everything but come. Yeah. Like he's yeah. achieved everything. He knows. There's, there's no hunt. There's, there's no, chase. no hunt. I got dropped off and I'm waiting for him outside his place when he texts me that he's been doing cocaine and angel dust all night so far. Okay, well, this is a. <laughs> A, a weird pre-gaming. <laughs> this Holy isn't shit. the Alabama email. Yeah, this is different. <laughs> yeah, it's from this, I don't know where this is from. This and that he won't blame me if I leave at any point. Oh my God, this is yes. When that is to, leave, that's that's the leave. Leave then cue. Seeing as I just arrived, I figured I'll get a good story out of this one to send a J train. Okay, all right. We need to stop. <laughs> Let me. Don't where's the, uh, the? Don't we have a, a sound for like the the expressions viewed on this show? You cannot do not date. The opinions of today's guest do not reflect <laughs> that of the J Train podcast, its sponsors, or subsidiaries. Please insert emailer, yeah. okay? I think the subsidiaries are on board, though. Yeah, I got to be honest. <laughs> I will say this: don't date for the story. He That's... told me to come to a bridge and bring a gun. Yeah, yeah. No, man. no. Listen, you know who would love this? Papa J Train. <laughs> ah, so I just went with it, and it's like. I tweeted this out the other day, and I've never felt more right about something in my entire life. The people who say they have the best dating stories are the craziest people alive. And, and it's, it's the kind of stories where 
I don't know if you have friends who are always getting into conflicts, mm. but when they start to tell you the argument story, they're two seconds in and you know, oh, this is your fault. Yes. This is all you. And you, I'm hearing your side. Yes. And, and you have signed up at every point yeah. that you could have <laughs> belayed out of this fucking yeah. thing. You've yeah. gone, now nah, keep going. Yeah. I think you know. This, I think this email is just signed with a bloody handprint. <laughs> Send this one to J Train that I was fine to still meet him. About an hour goes by of him making excuses why he's not outside yet. At one point, <laughs> at one point, he even said, "I'm outside. Where are you?" But obviously, wasn't. He even started a whole story that his landlord was talking to him and trying to check something out in his apartment. It was 10 p.m., but I did see the landlord going in and out. Well, come on, don't take his side now. <laughs> Partway through this drama, he says to go ahead uh, to the first bar and he will meet me there. After sitting at the bar by myself for a while, well, see the screenshots. I don't know if asking for advice because obviously this dude is dead to me, but thought you'd enjoy the story. Thanks for the laughs. Uh I'll read the screenshots. Um, I'm chilling in the back of the bar. Let me know if you're planning on coming or I can go to bed. Dude. (laughs) (laughs) This is him. This is him. Yeah. I'm just so twisted. I know I'm such an asshole. It's just making me so nervous. I can't even get up like such a pussy. It's nothing to do with you. I just haven't been able to function right all since I've been uh, just single, just cursed. I'll seriously pay for your ride wherever and Venmo you money for the drink you're having and your next one. That's like so fucked up, though, she writes. He writes, I suck. I'm sorry. I'm just I've done this. I've just never done this before. And it made me whacked out of my mind. I had no idea. And she wrote, okay, we all get nervous. I literally took a Xan because, I, because of it. Oh, my God. Oh, now she's taking Xanax and drinking. You're gonna, d- don't do that. But it's just disrespectful to stand someone up uh, who takes time red and money flag. to see you. Yeah, this yeah. is a red flag. I just want to see you. I really do. It's just so embarrassing, and I get so nervous. I know it's disrespectful and weak, dumb. I'm just useless. I thought taking what I took would make me relax for you to come. That's why I did. Uh, and she writes, okay, well, don't you deal with your shit and get back. Uh, well, don't you deal with your shit and get back to me when you're ready. Oh, He's okay. never going to be ready. Get ba- Why? No. This is the kind of thing where I read and you just want to say then don't engage. Yeah. Stop engaging. And I guarantee that there w- he was telling her something in their initial communications mm-hmm. that should have made her say, oh, no matter what it is I'm looking for, A- this guy's going to be a problem. Anyone who makes who you have to agree to going back to their place before you even met isn't someone you yeah. should meet. Yes. And I I know I'm I'm so there's men listening yeah. going, "No!" Even, and it's but like, even serial killers don't Yeah. Don't do that and shit. and the idea that like you know, and I know this is all to to protect yourself from getting turned down. Because what we're doing and we're doing this in a lot of things, but this is a very extreme version of yeah. that where we're like, "Hey, okay, I'm putting myself out there, but I'm not." So I'm on Tinder, putting myself out there. I match with a guy, putting myself out there. Hey, so what do you think we're going to do on this date? Um, Well, we'll go to a few bars. And then would you want to come over afterwards? And then we'd fuck? And then it's like, yeah, I'm agreeing to that. And it's like, why did you have to agree to all that? Why don't you figure out that you could say no to that at any point on the date? Yeah, it, it doesn't seem like... It's not the kind of thing where you can say... Oh, that saved me so much time. Yeah. That, you, you know, if you're looking to save time, you shouldn't go on the date in the first place. If you, yeah. That means you don't have the time to go out and meet someone. And, and after even like the first two interactions, she should have just said peace, cut her losses. But I think this is also a, a, a very 
micro look at something they call a sunk cost fallacy, and that's when you put in a little bit of effort to a yes. losing cause, but you keep you keep contributing to it because well, I've already put this much in, I, and you just keep throwing good money after bad. Absolutely. Please repeat that for the listeners at home because okay. that's an important yes. thing. To hear. Know when to cut your losses. Yes. And, and look it up. It's called a sunk cost fallacy, and it's the belief that just because you've put in a lot of investment that you should keep investing instead of cutting your losses and getting out of there and, and taking your action elsewhere. That brings us to our next email. Dead-end conversation and matching again. So you know okay. the concept of you've been on these apps, matching again with this someone happens, you've met. Yeah. This happens yeah. all the time. J-Bone, love the pod and your work outside of it, short to the point. When the conversation dies... Say it's their choice not to respond. Why don't people unmatch? I don't think people operate that way on dating apps. I just went through Tinder today mm-hmm. and cut loose a lot of ones that were You still- unmatch people? Um, I did because I felt it, it just... I don't, know if I don't know if there's a practical reason, sure. but it annoyed me that we either went back and forth and it turns out this person vanished or they had nothing to say mm-hmm. or they were dull or mm-hmm. there was one... A woman who we went on and I thought was a pretty good date, but she mm-hmm. ghosted me. But then she responded to something else, and then other times she um, she's blown me off. So I thought, well, fuck it. Like I look at it this way: you don't get to match with Joe Devito anymore. You know, I, I'm I'm I don't chase him that way anymore. That okay. to interact with me is a gift and a blessing, and if you fuck sure. it up, it's on you. I'm the prize. So I I believe in that too, and I think everyone mm. should go on an app thinking that way. Yeah. So when you, but when you go on th- saying I'm the prize, which I agree with, what they do or don't do doesn't matter. You know, like yeah. unmatch. You know, when this this person writing in is saying, why don't people unmatch? Who cares? You know, yeah, if, I mean, you're not, do, if you're you done talking choice. to them, yeah. you're done talking to them. If this conversation doesn't feel good to you, that's all you need. It doesn't have to go. Sometimes people go on these apps and kind of um, they kind of operate based on this crowd that doesn't exist. But they'll be like, they'll, they'll be like, well, I don't, you know, I don't, like there's this thing where people message me and they'll ask for advice personally. Yeah. And they'll go, but I don't want to look stupid. And I'm like, to who? To who? Yeah. You, what do you mean? You don't want to, no one, you're, look stupid. No one would watch your show. You wouldn't, you would be on the cutting room yeah. floor of the Kardashians. Yeah. It's like you're, when people say like, my life is so crazy. No, it isn't. No, it's No. Not. You triple text someone. Okay, cool. <laughs> Who does that look stupid to? Who cra- how crazy is that? So yeah. when they say, why don't people unmatch? Why are you so butthurt about them not unmatching? Yeah. You know, like maybe you're, and this is a sunk cost to me. Yeah. This is, you're looking at someone that was never going to be and wondering why they didn't be. And it's, yeah, it's, 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 you have a person who wasted your time and now you're allowing them to waste even more. You also have yeah. to keep in mind that I think a lot of people are on Tinder now as a form of harvesting likes as you would on social media. Absolutely. So they just want to get people to be interested in them, but they they don't follow through because that is... You, you it know, feels Jared, good to get a match. You we have to have admit to that. ask, like, what is my goal and what is this person's goal? Absolutely. And a lot of people, a, a lot of... Uh, uh, women I found on Tinder, their goal is to increase the social media fo- media following or have guys approach them so they can have their pick. It's, it's the dating market online is designed for women to be fussy and select from a very small group of men. Yeah. But they still like to have a lot of, uh, what do they call them, beta orbiters floating around, maybe saying something nice or entertaining uh, them when they get bored. A friend of mine once said, and I, I agree with this completely, it feels like sometimes... 
there's 80 billion single women and 10 single men. Yeah, because they all want the same single guys. It, it kind of feels that way. Yeah, they all want a guy who, who has some social status. Mm-hmm. They almost... The number one disqualifier that women have for men in online dating is height. They yeah. want tall guys, and it doesn't matter if the woman is six feet tall, if she's five feet tall. Mm-hmm. So, again, right away, that eliminates a huge portion of the population. Yeah, and, and I, the height thing always feels like an excuse to get out of having to meet someone that you might, I don't know, you can be attracted to things. I, I, yeah. I do, because like, I see the social media meme. Like, mm. uh, I think I like him, but it might be that he's just tall. You know, yeah, like I, that yeah. meme is out there. And listen... You know, the only the only group that's really not allowed to have a type is straight men. If you think about yeah. it, like any straight male type is called a fetish and any <laughs> any type for any other group is just named and fine. It, like, uh, yeah, they it, never really like if a girl's like, I just like tall men. You're like, oh, of course, that's what you like. And yeah. then you're like, but then if a guy was like, I just like tall women, they're like, yo, you got a tall you got a, you got a what giant to you? thing. Yeah. What's wrong with you? You know what I mean? Or like, I like. You know, you know, bigger women than they call yeah. you a certain, you know, like you're like a chubby chaser, whatever. Or whatever, whatever but it, but with is. gay men, yeah, they the they go, I like a bigger guy, and they go, oh, bears, go to that yeah. bar. It says bear. It's a bear cave. They call that part of the bear yeah. cave because it's all the men that are your type. But that's what happens. That's why straight men don't realize how much we have in common with gay men mm-hmm. because if you. It's if you double the male sex drive mm. without the presence of women mitigating, yeah. it, that's what you get. That's what you we get would bears be. and twinks, and you yeah. get all that. You get you get. I a like magical this, and I'm heaven. Go where it is. Maybe that's yeah. heaven. You show yeah. up as your best looking self, yeah. and then you just all <laughs> like there, everyone's there, operating. There, in the there same. are no two women fucking each other in the bathroom of a gay bar. It's not <laughs> happening. It doesn't yeah, happen. Know, yeah. Yeah, well, might in New York. You never know. You never know. Proportionally. I, well, this person has a second question. When the above happens, so they don't, they choose not to respond, but don't unmatch. When the above happens and someone likes matches you a second time, yeah. what's the best way to approach it? Should you acknowledge it up front in joking manner or act like it never happened? I, I will say, oh, nice to see you again. Yeah. But, but I've also said on that second time around, I once said to someone, Jesus Christ, you're still boring. And then... And deleted them because like, <laughs> that's a lot. They're just wasting my. Well, like, what do I, you want? What I, do you want? I, I, from I'd me? say the second time you match. Well, so this is what yeah. you have to kind of suss out, and it mm-hmm. goes back to what you're saying. There's some people on dating apps, male or female, that are there to get the dopamine that comes with a match. Yes. Okay. Plain and simple, they are there because it feels good while you're taking a poop to have someone tell you you're good looking. Yeah. Well, they're, they're there for the dopamine, but I'm not getting stuck with the dope. If, if you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> well, like, I can't deal so with that shit. So you have to shit. suss that out. So the, to know second, their the second time around, you go, hey, look who's back. Yeah. Joke around about it. Yeah. Let's do a date this next week if you're around. Yes. And, and then it's, yes. it's quick and simple. And if it can't happen, then it's never going to happen. Yeah, because you don't know. I mean, some, sometimes what happens is you connect the person connects with someone else at the same time and sure. they date and they're off the market for a while. Yes. That didn't work out and they look at you and say, oh, and I, I felt a little connection with this person. So I, yeah, don't, it can come don't back. automatically. Totally. Yeah. It, 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 the, the, the whole point of this conversation is you don't know what's happening on the other side. Very true. You don't know if they're there for bad motives of mm. just their own fucked up, I need to get likes. Yeah. You don't know if they're there being like, 
hey, I, I stopped looking at this app because I started, you know, I got three weeks in with someone and it mm. felt good, but then it ended. And then you don't, you just don't know. It could be yeah. either of those. Yeah, it's it's a, and it's, it's 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 the same as meeting someone in a bar. Mm. And the the difference between meeting someone in a bar and on an app is that you don't have to look at the person at the bar sitting there in your fucking queue for a week. Yeah, that's the difference. I, 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 a big problem is we tend to put our own shit on top of other people. Absolutely, and it's very easy online because it's we're evaluating them through images and texts all very visual and, and and we absorb the information that way whereas when i'll give an example i've noticed a lot of the women who mm. are in my age demographic which um you know i include from my age to about 20 years younger than me okay um their dating profiles will just be a diatribe against the last bad relationship. Yeah, they had. you see that. They come out of the gate like, you better not do this, and you need to. It's like, I want to tell them, you know, you understand you're trying to appeal to yeah, a man. You can't even control yourself. You seem happy and ready uh, to move on with the future. Right? I mean, who yeah. would sign up for that? I don't. I, I see this. Uh, we give dating app makeovers at the live shows. <laughs> so we put their whole profile up on the big screen. Mm. And the thing about it is, and what you realize with the people that put their. They'll, they'll be like, I don't want, and you better be ready for a relationship, yeah. and you better not ghost, and you and you. What you don't realize, and what I find from the dating app makeovers, we make fun of the profile, but it is no, it's never mean. I never feel like yeah. the person walks away angry. What you find is that dating is a lonely thing, and yeah. you're on your phone, all you see is the the thing in front of you, and you're making that profile going. Fuck that dude. Yeah, you're, you're and you're alone doing that. No one looks at you and goes, "Hey, hey Joe, come why don't you take that?" Negative. Yeah, yeah, it's true because, and I and I can certainly sympathize with women because I used to think the dick pic thing was something they were at least exaggerating, but not it, exaggerating. They're just getting <laughs> buried under piles of dicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It and then you go, well, why do men think that's a good idea? I don't know. Why do men think anything they do is a good idea? You know, like it, I, I, it's it's, it's people. You getting. Two different answers for people asking two different questions. What, what do you that? What do you mean? That the women are mad because the men act like pigs. Yeah. But the men, I guess, they're thinking if you throw enough dicks out there, one of them has to fall into a hole somewhere, and, and, <laughs> and it doesn't cost. There's no cost to. to and they're saying, and the other side of it, and we've discussed this on you up on the other podcast a lot, is they're being more honest than the guy who goes. Who takes you out on three dates sneaky, and then disappears? Yeah, yeah. And, you know who would you rather? The yeah. and I'm not saying I I'm not saying defending dick pic guy. I'm just saying in a joking land, if I'm a woman yeah. who's looking for a serious relationship, if the guy sends me a dick pic right away, I can go, all right, that's not what I'm looking for. Because it's, it's as not- opposed to like the guy going. Let's go on a date, then go on a date. Second date, then you fuck. And then the third date, he's like, ah, I'm a little busy. I'm a little busy. I'm yeah. a little busy. And now it's six months in with someone you've been on two dates with, but you fucked. Who keeps yeah. stringing you along? And it's like that, that woman might look back and go, if he had just sent me a dick pic, I would have known. You would have known because it's yeah. not an ambiguous gesture. You should know what a dick pic means. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We got time for one more. One more email. Joe DeVito Comedy at Joe DeVito Comedy. Go follow, go follow, go follow right now at Joe DeVito Comedy. Dry Bar. Engage with the guest on social media. Do that. Drybarcomedy.com. I can't, the more I think about it, the better the idea gets. Mm-hmm. Downloading the Dry Bar Comedy app, uh, going home over Thanksgiving, yeah. spending the holidays with the family, being like, hey, I heard this guy. 
Joe DeVito on the on J Train. He's got a special out. Like I, I, I think this is a bet. Every time I think about it, it's a good idea. I, I second that. There was one Christmas where we'd open our presents. We had time to kill, before, you know, Italians between meals. We yeah. had something to do. <laughs> and I said, let's watch the uh, Brian Regan special because he's creating his family friend. And we were we were laughing so hard at the twenty minute mark, we had to pause. So it's, it, it's so a, it's a good family thing to do. And Brian Regan. In that vein of clean comedy. And a murderer. And a, a murderer. And something you know, you can s- go, Mama Bear, Papa Bear. Yeah, kids. Kids. Yeah. Anyone can watch yeah. that can, you know, understand a joke. So, Even like, a, like a cunty aunt. She, she, she'll have over. no ammunition. Aunt Cunt is invited. <laughs> Let's do one more. The, bri- the vibrator shutdown. Ooh, uh, the like great this. vibrator shutdown of 2019. It happens every now and again. Hey, Jared, just bought tickets to an upcoming You Up show, and I cannot wait. Well, I can't wait to see you and make you laugh. I think you've discussed some men feeling threatened by vibrators before on You Up, but recently I had a personal experience and wanted to hear your thoughts. From time to time, I hook up with an ex. I recently bought my first vibrator, and I wanted to bring try bringing it into the bedroom with a guy, so because I am comfortable with this ex, I thought I'd give it a shot. Long story short, he was pretty freaked out by not only me asking him to use it, but me bringing it with me to our hookup. <laughs> it is funny that she's packing up a hockey bag. Yeah, to, yeah. to go gear. to this hookup. Oh, I gotta get my gear together. <laughs> uh, word for word, he said, "No, that's weird as fuck. We're not using that. You can use it by yourself." Ooh. Yeah, and- he didn't really. Mm. He didn't really. He didn't really put his toe in the water at all. <laughs> uh, I responded trying to make him feel more comfortable by saying it isn't weird at all. It's hot. We're both drunk. So I decided to try again the next morning. That's time he said, no, this is porn star shit. I'm good, but I'm not that good. Get him out of here. Yeah, Get out of here. Get out of here. I would agree with the him being not that good yeah. part. <laughs> First of all, what? LOL. It takes no effort for him or I hold or I to hold something while having sex. Did I go about this the wrong way? I will say this guy is not very experienced, willing to try new things in bed. Okay. So, yeah, obviously. So maybe it was just too much for him, but I'm glad we try, uh, I tried with him first because, frankly, I don't care what he thinks anymore. <laughs> and I, I'd be mortified if this situation happened with a new guy. I'd love to hear your thoughts and your guest perspective on this. XX, apparently the new porn star. Uh, if more context is needed, I did, uh, needed, I did mention it. Uh, over text before I went to his place and he didn't say not to. He did ignore it and just responded, come over. Well, at that point, his yeah. penis was texting. He was like, get over here. You know, like, I gotta come. You know, so I get... Any thoughts on this, Joe? Yeah, he sounds... Um, it sounds like they may not be sexually compatible. And yeah, and he's, I, a, he's immature. Yeah. He, I don't think she did young. anything out of line. In fact, I, you know, maybe she could have framed it as saying, oh, I want to do a little show for you or something like Mm -hmm, that. But mm -hmm. that's minor. If a woman showed up and had told me she was bringing her vibrator but didn't tell me, I don't even think that's something I would want, I would need to know. But if she said, oh, I brought my vibrator and pulled that out, I would laugh. I'd think, well, that's hilarious. Let's get to work. It's hilarious that you packed it up, you know, for the trip. That's funny. I I think this is like the, 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 the title of this episode could be Know Your Audience. And, you know, because like, you know, first of all, it's an ex that you knew was not experienced. That's true. The fact that it was, I'm not saying she did anything wrong because I, and we both agree he's immature. He should have gone along with it. This is not the way men should react to you at wanting a vibrator during sex. It is strange that 
I've heard women say this thing, the idea that men are threatened by sex toys, and I, I never really understood it, but in this context... I do understand where it's in the shape of a penis, it's, well, it's a fucking like, He's feeling like he's not enough. He's, well, that's the thing. The yeah. fact that it's an X, I can understand. Let yeah. me empathize with the unempathizable. Don't, I'm not going to say that he's an asshole dickhead. I think he's young and immature. Yeah. But I will, uh, I will say if he's inexperienced, he's probably thinking, wait a minute. We have this whole history of sex. I thought yeah. I was doing a good job. Mm. All of a sudden, now that we're not dating, you need better than me. You need the attachment. You need the, yeah. you need the app. You know, like yeah. I, I, I used to get you. I used to be, you know, give you directions. Now you're bringing yeah. Google Maps in. So I do understand where you've had this past. Why it made mm. him uncomfortable with the past context in uh, mind. The, the context is really important there because yeah. it, it it makes me wonder why are they exes who hook up and not to people who are dating. Yeah, it's in part, a and, and, and you know, she seems. I think for her, this is like your chance to like leave this guy and just stop hugging out with just him. To move on. You are looking for a different sexual experience than he's even willing to offer. D- does she say how old they are? This I sounds know. like young. It this just sounds, sounds young. so young to me. I I yeah. will say to her, don't don't do what he did. Don't use this experience to judge all men. With you know, like yeah. I think it's okay. I think if someone ignores something over text, they're doing it for a reason. If they don't just say no to something, yeah. they didn't say yes to something. This this sounds um, not just different from my experience or expectations, but this sounds like a, an unusual occurrence. I don't know if too many guys would have re not to not no. to not to put it too harsh a judgment on him, but I don't think this is something you would see most guys do. No, and I all I think also new guys. I think if you yeah. were like sexting with someone that you have had sex with maybe once, and then you go. Hey, I, I'm thinking maybe I'll. And also, if you're like, I got, I want to bring a vibrator in the bedroom. They go, Oh yeah, that sounds hot. Like, yeah. get them to say that sounds hot, you know, instead of just ignoring mm. it too. I, but, I think. The, but the thing he said about that's porn star stuff. That sounds. That's like, way. That's, that's like a little strange. That's strange. That's strange yeah. and extreme. So yeah. it's not porn star stuff. It's normal. It's fun. You <laughs> wanted to try something new, and and, and and how can you complain about porn star stuff with someone you you're you're fucking like I think it's because it's yeah. like you've changed yeah, what made did I fuck this up this is yeah. all his stress about being not enough this yeah. man was a bona fide scrub that's true <laughs> because I think in my 20s and 30s a woman could have shown up with a leaf blower and I would have been like <laughs> did you do what you got to do yeah 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 me and, too and now that I'm older it's if you want to enjoy that like bring it in it's less pressure and work for me yeah absolutely j train podcast gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com joe devito thank you for coming on uh, well, uh, this was so much fun so much fun at joe devito comedy go follow support drybarcomedy.com at classic shelb on twitter instagram and snapchat i'm jared free j train podcast at gmail.com we're here every week we're here every episode tuesdays and uh, fridays Keep spreading the word. We'll be back next episode. Boom. Great job, J-Train. Another perfect episode.